Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. I'm Maria Pachardis and joining me is investment analyst Marios Hadjigiriakos. We'll be reviewing the busy week ahead, which includes the U.S. presidential election, three central bank meetings and non-farm payrolls data. So Marios, let's begin with Election Day in the U.S., which is on Tuesday, November 3rd. Although opinion polls still have Biden in the lead, Trump is not far behind. If the numbers are indeed very close and we end up with a contested election, what will that mean for the markets? Hello, Maria. Well, I believe that would be the most negative outcome for the markets in the short term. So if we end up in the Supreme Court, that would imply several weeks of uncertainty. And I believe that we may see a sell-off in the stock market initially. And perhaps the dollar could get a little boost uh, on uncertainty flows. But I don't think those reactions are going to last uh, for very long. Once the smoke clears a little, I think that that many players are going to see this as a buying opportunity. Now, the most positive outcome for the markets, and the most likely, I should say, according to betting odds, is that the Democrats take full control of government. It's a uh, a sweeping Biden victory. Now, this scenario is expected to deliver massive stimulus packages to heal the economy, so it could boost the stock market, but also sink, uh, hurt the US dollar on expectations that the government deficits would explode even further. Now, there are some other scenarios in between. So, for example, Biden wins the presidency, but the Republicans keep the Senate, and the market reactions might be different under those. But Overall, uh, what I will say is uh, Biden has a much bigger lead than Clinton did at this point against Trump, both nationwide and in most battleground states. Yes, we've seen the, the this gap narrow a little, but Biden is still comfortably ahead. Now, the election polls were spectacularly wrong in 2016, and therefore a lot of people don't trust them this time. But the pollsters have since changed a lot of their methodology to adjust for that error. So the bottom line is that the polls may prove to be more accurate this time around. Okay, now after the election, traders will be tuning into the Fed policy meeting on Thursday and the latest U.S. employment report on Friday. Do you think these events could trigger some volatility? Definitely. Some volatility, though, is the correct word. I don't think that I don't believe the market will take its its overall cue from these events, but we may see some spikes in the dollar or stock markets, depending on how this play out. So the Fed. I don't believe they're going to deliver any fireworks. The U.S. economy is doing fine so far. Yes, COVID infections have spiked a little, which spells uh, some trouble for the first quarter, but the situation is not dire. There's no immediate need for the Fed to act. So I believe that policymakers will wait until December. At that point, they'll have a much better sense of how how much economic damage this uh, new wave of infections has done, has inflicted on the economy, and how much fiscal stimulus might be pumped by the Congress under the new administration. Now, on the data front, the non-farm payrolls report is expected to be decent once again. The unemployment rate is expected to uh, fall a little lower. Now, the point, though, is that for the markets, 
NFP reports only tend to be an intraday volatility event. So we usually see uh, a, a small spike in either direction, but that move uh, fades within a few short minutes. So it's it's a volatility event, not a trend setting event uh, for the markets nowadays, the employment report. Okay, moving on to Australia now. The Reserve Bank of Australia will wrap up its meeting early on Tuesday. Is the RBA likely to take any action at this point, and what will that mean for the Aussie? They are most. They are expected to take action. They are expected to cut the rates and increase their uh, their QE program. Now the rate cut is more or less. It's almost full priced in already. So the real reaction in the Aussie will probably depend on their QE program. First of all. Will the RBA announce a volume target? So be buying 150 billion uh, worth of bonds, let's say, each year, or are they going to, let's say, to leave it a little as the situation demands it? So we will be buying bonds and we will decide on the pace that of how much we will be buying as we go along. Now, normally you would expect the RBA to retain some flexibility and go for the latter plan, but the market seems to expect a, a numerical target. So it would be quite interesting to see what happens. As far as the Aussie is concerned, we might see a spike depending on how big uh, the, the QE program will be, but the overall direction will be set by, the, by how the US election uh, shapes out. And finally, over in the UK, the Bank of England will meet on Wednesday. Given the coronavirus resurgence and hard Brexit fears, is the bank likely to boost its quantitative easing in order to stimulate the economy? Yes, it is. Uh, markets are expecting another uh, bump in the another increase in the QE program. Uh, the bank has also discussed negative rates, but they are not going to do it uh, at this point, at least. Now, as far as the pound, we've we might see a little bit of a reaction, but that's more or less priced in already as well. The markets, the Bank of England has signaled this well in advance. So, for the pound, it will be uh, the most crucial variables will be first how the US election plays out. The pound has a very high correlation to stock markets uh, throughout this year. And secondly, how the Brexit negotiations uh, go. On that front, we've had some very, uh, some encouraging signals lately. We haven't quite gotten a deal, but we may very well see a deal uh, take shape over the coming weeks. And if so, we uh, the pound would likely rally on the news. Marius, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.